You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties over here at the Funkaholics Podcast, but we are back on air and I've got a really, really great guest for you guys. You know what we do here at the Funkaholics Podcast. We talk about what we love. We love us some toy photography. We love us some movies. We love us some wrestling. We love us everything under the sun. It's just basically we talk about what we love. Today, the guest that I have with me, you 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 know it. You already know what it's what it's about and and what it's going to be. So, without further ado, I want to go ahead and introduce Ariel, also known as on Instagram. Give him a follow. Those wonderful toys, Ariel. Welcome to the Funkaholics podcast, brother. No, thank you for having me, brother. I appreciate it, man. Absolutely, man. So now that we got the confusion out of there, bro, I'm going to toast you <laughs> real quick. And then we're going to get this party started, man, because I'm sorry. I dropped the ball, man, with, the, with these technical issues. But we got it fixed. We're ready to rock and roll. The The tech was down here real fast. That's me. But, you know, <laughs> we got it figured out. But toast, my brother, to a great episode. Cheers, brother. Oh, man. So my gasoline today, bro, is Modelo. I had to get away from the Terramana tequila for a little while there because mm-hmm. um, I, 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 I just, you know, it uh, the prices add up a little, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, when it's good tequila, man, I mean, shit. Oh, bro. And it goes down so smooth. That's why I really got to be careful, man, because before I know it, I'm, you know, I'm taking that challenge just like The Rock and just dousing the bottle. But what sure, a, I, I saw that video, man. I don't know how the hell he did it. Isn't that crazy? crazy? Isn't that That's crazy? crazy man. <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> Brother. For that, for that alone, I vote, I vote him as president. There you go. There you, <laughs> oh, bro, I've been, I've been campaigning for him about two oh, years yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> What are you drinking today, bro? Uh, well, my gasoline of choice tonight, man, is a uh, Pro Hager Lagers from uh, Ex Novo here in town, man. Perfect. Awesome brewery. Awesome brewery. Awesome, great man. beer, man. Yes. One of my Sup- favorites. Support local. Damn right. <laughs> Was that an ease jam, bro, that I just heard in the background? Uh, the, uh, apparently, my head uh, hit my little uh, Alexa device over here and it started playing music. I oh. sorry about that. Okay. Okay. That's all good, man. That would that be that had me going. <laughs> right on, Ariel. So, bro, let's let's give the Funkaholic fans and listeners a chance at getting to know you, bro. So, how did how did collecting start for you? Uh, well, collecting is it's always uh, actually it, Probably where I, around where I was twenty. I, I, as a kid, I I loved toys, man. I had the, you know, growing growing up in the eighties. Uh, you know, I had the He Man's. I had the 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 old wrestling toys. What, what were those things? What were those wrestling toys called? The the the, the rubber ones. Uh, LD, oh, the the LGNs. Uh, LGNs, yes, dude. I had those. Uh, you know, I had had myself like two rings. I, I I mean, I I just like any kid, man, love toys. Um, 
but I, I was always very careful with them. I never kept them in packages. I always took them out, but I never like destroyed them because something in my head is that I just love how they look brand new and I wanted to keep them looking brand new. Um, you know, as I got older, went to college, stopped doing that. And then a couple years ago, I started collecting again. Um, not as much as, no, not as crazy as my collection is now, uh, you know, to support my hobby, but I had a pretty good little collection going. Um, and then that was it, man. I just, I, 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 it, it, it just brings back the kid in me, you know, like it's, it's, you know, looking at the toys and everything and, you know, something as simple as posing them, putting in, putting them in different poses on a, on a display is just, to me, it's it's like playing with them all over again. You know, it just, it, it keeps me young. I got you. I got you, man. Over here, bro. I'm 41 years old, going on 42 this year, and mm-hmm. Toys R Us kid for life, bro. Oh I mean, yeah. I'll I'll even take it back. One is you know my my original you know Toy Jam was Lionel's Play World. We had one mm. here. We had one here in Albuquerque mm-hmm. years ago. And then, you know, Toys R Us took over. And then we also had KB Toys, but Toys R Us, man, that was my jam. I would always be there. And um, Hasbro's, LJN, WWE, bro, Masters of the Universe, um, Transformers, uh, uh, G.I. Joe's, all of those were my jam, you know? So mm-hmm. it's yeah. uh, it's crazy to sit back and think, bro, like these new toys that are coming out is from 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 our days you know what i yeah. mean yeah like Just, the new he-man you know the new he-man series exactly <laughs> that you see out. it's like oh man i remember these just just bigger and posable more adult oriented so who would have exactly. thought that uh you know that it would come back to us <laughs> I, I i do i never thought i would see those he-man figures on the shelf again right bro it's never uh thought. so speaking of which let's um I want to get into, you know, a little bit more of your history and everything. And I do want to talk photography with you. And then, you know, we'll jump into into some wrestling because I know we've got some hot Ooh. topics we, <laughs> we want to get into. It's going to um, get real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how's it how's it been going, bro? Like, give talk to me. Talk to me. Tell me about how your toy hunts go, the things that you see, you know, uh, give me a little bit of the frustration. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. I mean, you know, when I, I, I've, you know, when I started toy photo- when I started doing toy photography last year, you know, it was like, oh, I'm just gonna get everything and just, you know, and I'm just gonna get everything. I'm gonna get whatever I see and I like. It's gonna be like, yep, I'm getting it. I'm getting. I'm getting it. Um, got to the point where my wife was like, "You need, you, you need to slow the fuck down." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you slow your roll. Like, there's no more space. Calm down. So I had to, I had to uh, limit myself and came up with this rule that I, I don't care how cool the toy looks, uh, how much nostalgia it brings back to me or anything like that. If I can't see myself taking a minimum of you know, 10 to 15 photos of that figure Dur- during, you know, during it doesn't, no time frame, just as long as I have it, uh, then I don't get it. You know, it's, 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 it's helped 
it's helped calm me down a little bit. <laughs> and uh, so that that's my rule when I go toy hunting or anything. I don't, you know, it, it's when I go toy hunting, I I might think it's like, all right, I'm looking for this specific figure. Or I'm looking for something like this. Ariel, you there? We just lost you for a moment there, brother. Can you hear me? There he is. There he is. It's probably it's probably when my phone goes to sleep, so let me make sure it doesn't do that anymore. Oh, right. yeah. I forgot to tell you that, bro. One of our... Oh, okay. One of the guys we had on the podcast out in um, San Diego, uh, mm. pa uh, Paulo Picasso, I don't know if you follow him, but... Uh, it the same thing was happening to him. So we're like, "You there, bro?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, shit! Okay. It's my, it's my." Uh, he goes, "It's my, uh, my screensaver." So yep, yep, that's what it. All right, now that we know that, I got it. Won't happen again, man. <laughs> there it is, man. We're back on. We're back on. Um, but yeah, man, that that's you know that's 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 how I that's how I do toy hunts. You know, I just I'm pretty much like I I, I go out and hopefully I find something. You know, I saw a meme a couple of days ago where. Uh, on Instagram that someone posts and it's like just a picture of a real angry kid and the caption is like me leaving Target after a failed toy hunt and <laughs> I'm like man that's true like <laughs> I I hate go I hate going into a store even though I go in not knowing what I want to get right I come out empty-handed it's like oh man as a wrestling fan I know do you follow uh the the um, What's his name? Uh, Matt Cardona's uh, Matt Cardona and uh, and Kurt Hawkins or Kurt Brian. Hawkins? They're, yeah, they're uh, they're uh, podcasts. Yeah, the major wrestling podcast. Major, yeah, exactly. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> Matt Cardona. His rule is is like you go into a store, you come out with something. Yep. <laughs> so I get disappointed when I come out with nothing, but yeah, man, that's pretty much how I do my toy hunts, and it's very spontaneous too. Like it's not like I plan. Like you know, I've texted you. It's like, hey, I plan on going Saturday. And I end up not going, you know, it, it actually works out more when it's just, man, right, let me go hit up target real quick. You know, I got you. Yeah. It's um, one of the things for me, bro. Sometimes like the only chance that I get is to make a run on my lunch. So I got a coworker. He's um, he collects figurines, but he's kind of getting out of it. He's on this Pokemon craze right now. Mm. So every time he tells me like, you know, he'll come by my office and he's like, you gonna hit some targets and i'm like yeah bro you want to roll and he's like yeah let's do this so we'll get out there and i know for me bro it's gotten to the point where i mean i was like that too where i wanted to be like matt cardona but again i don't have the bank account that matt cardona has you know what i mean True. True. so there's gonna be days where i gotta walk out with nothing <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the other part that's fun for me in the toy hunts is i'll take some shots um, you know, if I see something out there, I'll post it just to see the excitement. You know what I mean? And some of these other toy collectors in the community are like, oh, where did you see that? At? You know, I'm I'm heading down there now and, you know, things like that. So it's um, I get a little bit of a rush, bro. Every time I, you know, yeah. I go into the stores and I'm coming around that aisle and I know exactly, mm -hmm. you know, we all got our routine. You know, me, I know I go straight to the wwe section and then i make my way to the marvel legends and you know mm -hmm. everything else you know and then i go to the neca the funko funko i'm trying to get out of as much as possible because that just absolutely killed me you know it what does. i mean 
Yep. <laughs> I get you with that. Oh, bro. And they just, it's, yeah. it, they just mass produce everything. And I'm just like, yeah. I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's, yeah. That, that's the biggest problem with Funko. It's just like, man. I mean, besides the articulation issue with them, but man, just the, the fact that they're so much of it and everything and you're just like dude i can dedicate a whole room just to buying funko pops <laughs> oh yeah bro that's literally like what my house came to man like i knew i had a problem when people were making comments and saying like hey have you been to the albuquerque funko museum at nando's house <laughs> i'm like you know and then i would take a look around i'm like fuck man like bro i it literally got to the point where i had like a theme going on throughout the entire house so there's like a theme in the guest bedroom with with funko pops and then we have the podcast room with you know it's it's a lot of wrestling and then you know my boston red Sox and all that but um Oh, you! Oh, <laughs> oh you bro. Was, bro, you was you was broke my heart right there, man. Oh. I, bro, when you told me that you were from New York, I was like, oh <laughs> fuck! I hope he's a Mets fan. I'm a yeah, Yankees fan, bro. Oh. Yankees fan. But, but I will say, I hate the Rays right now more than I hate the Red Sox. So okay, cool. Right on, man. Yeah, there's a lot of other teams that I hate, like you know, besides the Yankees. And yeah, it's uh, it's funny the um. Uh, you know, the one that co-hosts with me, Angela, the one that does all the movies and shit like that with me on the podcast, she's a Yankees fan. So when her and I worked together, bro, oh man, it was a battle. It's subsided a little bit just because, you know, the, I mean, hey, the Red Sox are doing good so far this year. So who knows? Maybe the rivalry will be back. But it's been, it's been a while since that true rivalry that, you know happened in the early 2000s you know oh yeah it's, it's, it's been a while so hopefully it'll come back yeah we'll see man right now we got some hot bats going but mm-hmm. we brought back the old skipper that got us in trouble you know what i mean so i'm just kind of uh-huh. waiting you know for like the news to come out that you know boston's not slamming trash cans you know they're uh <laughs> you know they're they got some other you know fucking secret code going on so I'm some like, other kind of technology yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see my you know I, I love me some some jd martinez and that motherfucker is just cranking it out right now mm-hmm. so i've been i've been real happy right now but i was fucking hurt my boy retired dustin pedroia i love mm-hmm. um i love all the the uh the underdogs bro so the mm-hmm. the way that i became a boston red sox fan was nomar garcia para mm. that was my boy mm. um Loved him playing shortstop and everything. And then, you know, I, I used to play shortstop. So that was, you know, that was my that was my my connect with him. But then after that, like, you know, he moved on. Then we got Dustin Pedroia coming in and all that. And Jacoby Ellsbury. Wow. Jacoby even went to the Yankees, bro. So, you know, there was... I, I, I don't I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you guys even got... Uh, what was Man. it? Uh, Damon and and you guys made him shave. You made him get rid of that beautiful beard. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that's <laughs> that, that was sad. that's why I was that's why I was happy they didn't get rid of they didn't uh, pick up uh, Dallas uh, Dallas Keiko. Oh okay, I got you. Because man, I was like, dude, that guy. You know, when I was growing out my beard, man, I was like, dude, that that guy's beard is glorious, man. Right. <laughs> if he goes to the Yankees, I'm gonna be pissed because they're gonna make him shave it off. Yep. <laughs> 
sometimes you just got to make an exception, man. If a dude's rocking yeah. a, you know, a, a beautiful beard, you know, just being like, you know what? All right, bro, you're an exception to the rule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not, not with the Yankees, though. <laughs> so, um, back to the, the toy photography, brother. Mm. Um, talk to me about these photos that you bring to life, bro. So, you know, what's the, what's the process? You know, what do you, what do you find works best for you? You know, kind of just, uh, just break it down. Give us a little behind the scenes kind of peek. Yeah. Um, so, so before I, you know, mostly the, the majority of the times before I decide, uh, what I'm going to shoot, you know, what figures or figure I'm going to use to shoot, um, my biggest thing, like, like you said it perfectly, my, my biggest thing is bringing these, uh, figures to life, um, b- bringing them to life and telling a story, um, rather it's two figures fighting or another figure sneaking up behind another one, or even if it's just one figure by themselves, it's to me, it's like, I, I want to tell stories. So that's, that's where I always start. Um, what stories that I want to tell? Then, you know, I would come to my shelf and see, all right, which figure do I have that fits that narrative, fits that story? Which one can I use or which ones uh, can I use to fit that? Um, and once I find them, then it's a matter of, do, you know, picking out the scene. I rarely have an idea of what the scene is going to look like um, or what the photo is going to look like uh, at the very beginning. I normally uh, just, you know, I pick my figures, I go to my garage where I have everything set up, um, you know, take out my, uh, my extreme sets, depending on which one I want to use. And then I just start posing until I see it until I'm like, Oh, this looks good. I'm, 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 I'm going to do this, or I'm going to take it like this. And then after that is, you know, like every photographer, man, like you've seen, you've done it yourself. It's figuring out the right lighting, figuring out the, you know, the lens you want to use, figuring out how, you know, how much smoke you want to bring in, if you want to bring in any at all. Um, so it, 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 for me, it's in stages, but yeah, I, I rarely have like a, Oh yeah, I want to, you know, unless I'm doing a collaboration with someone, it's pretty much just like, all right, I want to take a picture today. All right. Uh, let's see what to do. All right. Let's see what figure I'm going to use. And then just go into the garage and you know, I'll spend like maybe an hour in the garage. My wife is like, you're still in there. I was like, yep. <laughs> haven't decided what I want to do yet. So <laughs> I, I, I'll be in there for like an hour to just, you know, playing around with different poses and different things and different lighting and, moving things around until I look at the, you know, until I look at the viewfinder on my camera and I'm like, yep, that's it. That's, that's what I'm going to go with. And then tweak it a little bit and that'll be the final image. So it's a very spot. It's very spontaneous for me. Like it's very just like right then and there, unless I'm going out somewhere, you know, like to the Arroyo or the Bosque or something. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to take this figure, this figure, this figure, because I know it's going to fit the scene. Um, but it's rare. Like I, I'm, I'm very much like an indoor photographer kind of thing. I like the the indoor and having control of everything, uh, specifically the lighting kind of thing. Like the sun messes me up, man. <laughs> when I take pictures outside, like the sun and the shadows is just it, it's it's too much for me. Especially with Funkos, you know, because of the vinyl and how the light just bounces off of them and just gives you these weird shadows and light beams. So. 
Um, I, I mostly stick indoors kind of thing, but yeah, it's very spontaneous for me, man. I got you right on, man. What do you, um, and I was just going to ask you that, like, you know, what do you find better? Do you, are you, you know, more of a fan of indoor shooting or outdoor shooting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I definitely indoor. When I started, it was a lot of outdoor, um, mostly because I didn't have, you know, the right lights to be able to create something good indoors. Um, but the more and more I've, the more and more I've gone into this, I definitely have enjoyed the indoor shooting uh, more. Um, especially, you know, during the day, it's tough. You know, I work from home, so it's tough to pull away and be like, all right, let me go outside to my backyard or take a walk or something and grab a couple things and take some pictures. As opposed to when I'm done with work at the end, I can just go into my garage, put a couple lights up, and that's it. Pretty much recreated. So uh, I've, I've definitely become more of an indoor shooter, but I'm, I'm not opposed to outdoors. The, but the scene has to be right, you know, has, and I have to have, that's the only time I have to have a plan ahead of time um, instead of just being very spontaneous. But I like being spontaneous, and that's why the indoor suits me more. I got you. Right on, man. Oh yeah. What, um, so let me ask you, bro. Are you, do you shoot with a camera or do you shoot with a smartphone? Uh, I shoot with a camera. Okay. What kind are you using? I have a Canon M50 mirrorless camera. Um, love it. Absolutely love it. Um, it, it, I don't know if you're familiar with the mirrorless cameras, uh, the difference between the mirrorless cameras and the DSLR cameras that a lot of, uh, just photographers in general use. Um, the problem, I, I was using my wife's DLS, DSLR uh, when I started. And it, it, you know, like when you take a, a picture with a DSLR, you you set, you look at your viewfinder, you take the picture, and then the image, you know, it, it's not what it looked like because of the, just the way DS, DSLRs work. But mirrorless cameras, Dude, I take a, I, I set up my scene. I look at the the viewfinder, and that's the way the picture is going to look. Um, just because of the way the mirrorless technology works. Uh, don't ask me about that because I don't know about that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, just because the yeah, just mirrorless cameras. Like, it, 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 I hope you know what I mean. Like when you take a you know when you take a picture with your camera, do you use a DSLR or do you use a your phone? I'm using an iPhone 11, bro. So that's iPhone where, 11? Yeah, okay. that's where all my shit comes from. <laughs> good camera, man. iPhone 11 has a damn good camera. So, and it works, dude, because, you know, I'm enjoying your, your, your pictures. They're coming out great. Thank um, you. So, yeah, it's, it's, I love my mirrorless camera, man. It, it's, it, it's the, the best thing that I've, out of all the equipment, is the thing that, the best thing that I got, definitely. Do I need one? No, I mean, you know, for anyone that's starting out, you know, a, a phone, especially, you know, like the iPhone 11, the 12, you know, even the Galaxy phones, um, you can take amazing pictures. I follow this one guy on Instagram. I can't remember his name. He's a Lego photographer, but he uses his phone for everything and his pictures come out amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I like the camera, you know, especially when my wife and I go on vacations, I just like taking pictures of scenery and stuff like that as well. So, hell yeah. So have you, have you always done photography, bro? Like not even necessarily like, you know, toy photography, like have you done other, 
other photography that kind of led you towards the toy photography or never man i i have absolutely no background in photography um my job that i have now i'm uh i I work on. I work in a team that we do. So we work. We work for. Uh, Presby- I work at Presbyterian Hospital here in town. Right on. And my team, um, we do video shoots and build computer-based training uh, for physicians and nurses. But lately, I've been put into the team. I, I was. I've been a part of the team for the last, you know, oof, like six years now. Um, that uh, we do recordings. We do. Um, kind of like PSAs for for the uh, for the hospital for the organization. So I've been involved in cameras and video cameras and things like that, but I was never the main person to do it, just because I'm not experienced in it. Uh, so I don't want to say I've never had any experience with photography, but um, when it comes to like me having my own camera, going out and shooting and stuff like that, I I never. I never did that before. So, yeah, no, no experience in photography. Uh, this was all, I was just learning as I go. YouTube is a wonderful thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm kind of I'm blessed over here, bro, on, on two ends. So two of the guys that are part of the Funkaholics podcast, um, Sal and Isaac. So Sal takes amazing Star Wars photos, bro, from his cell phone um there was literally times where i like when i first met him i told him straight up i'm like bro where do you get these cosplayers you know to take your photos and he's like cosplayers and i'm like yeah so i pull up the picture and i'm like this dude like you know where did you know and he's like bro those are action figures and i'm like what so i literally had to like blow it up and then i'm like oh shit but he was happy to hear that because you know that's that's what you want to do you want the camera to trick your eye and you know kind of you know just give you this like beautiful photo well then on the other end isaac would do i'm like bro how did you get like that background in there and all that and then isaac has been using a camera for a while man so he knows like all the terms and you know all the things and i've actually seen the dude do his magic in front of me bro because he came down here and he did a photo shoot for the podcast and some of the photos that he came out with were fucking unreal. I couldn't thank him enough, but he was kind of breaking it down for me and telling me, you know, like, this is how you want like the eye on the camera and the shut and like, and he was just like, bro, he was, he was talking Japanese to me. You know what I mean? Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, dumb it down, you know, so that I can, <laughs> I can understand this and, you know, see what you're talking about. But he was showing me, and like i'm like damn you know like it almost gave me the itch to start looking at some cameras and see like what i might be able to do but i i'd i'd like the luxury of just pulling out my phone putting my yeah yeah, putting my fig right there and then just fucking shooting it you know what i mean and then go to Mm -hmm. instagram manipulate the photo but i'm actually even finding more on my on my iphone um, you know, the editing has gotten really mm-hmm. fucking legit. So mm-hmm. some of the recent photos that I've been posting hasn't been with my Instagram editing. It's been with my iPhone, with my Apple editing. And I've, I've been a lot, I've been happier with, you know, the way some of them have, been, have, have turned out. Yeah. Do you use, do you use the native camera app on your iPhone? Yes. Oh, okay. 
yeah, if, if you ever want to get into the next level of it, you know, there's these, uh, you can download like third party apps like uh, Moment that gives you full access, full control of the camera on your phone. So you can change the ISO, you can change the, the, the aperture and, uh, you know, it, it's a lot, it, it gives you a lot, it gives you full manual control of the camera. So you can start, you know, playing around with those settings without having to go out and get, you know, uh, uh, um, a camera to be able to do that. Because that, yeah, the camera app on the iPhone, you know, is it, it's just point and click and shoot kind of thing, as opposed to these other apps that if you wanted to get into a little bit more, if you wanted to control it a little bit more, then you can definitely download those third party apps for that. I was, um, I was, I was looking at a few of them. It's crazy, bro, that you say that because, um, so the, the, the gimbal that I use for when I'm recording some of the toy hunts, mm -hmm. the app that it comes with, bro, the, the, it, so it does camera and it does video recording. I was freaking out on some of the, some of the, 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 the options and the features that it has for the camera. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually once, you know, once I get down, you know, once I find some time and I sit down and, and read the manual or, you know, watch a YouTube video. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and bust out some some yeah. photos with that too, and just see if I discover mm -hmm. a difference. So, yeah, it's a, it, it's it's overwhelming at first because I I was definitely overwhelmed, man. Trying to you know trying to learn like you know like you said trying to learn is like oh like your friend says oh the ISO does this and shutter speed does this. It's it, it's it was overwhelming at first, but you know watching YouTube tutorials, um, um. And just practice and just doing it more and more. You know what I'm saying? Like the more you do it, it just becomes pretty much second nature to you. You know, like if if you're taking a picture and you and you want a certain look to it, you want more light, less light. Not even thinking, bro. Like a robot, you'll just be like, "All right, I know what to do," kind of thing here, because because you've done it so many times already. Right. So that muscle yeah. memory starts kicking in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Let me uh let me ask you, bro. So. I know, like, some of the photos, bro, some of the photos that you come out with, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, fuck, man, he did it again, and then, like, there it is for me <laughs> to, like, try and, you know, like, I, I'm competitive, but I'm, I'm not a sore loser or anything like that, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. like, when I say I'm competitive, like, if I see something great, then the motivation is there for me to, if not top it, meet it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or you know, get the, you know, get this, you know, get, get me off my ass and, and, you know, light the, you know, light the fire under my ass and, and get there mm -hmm. going. And bro, there's some of your photos, man, where I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, Oh my God, like I'm analyzing it and I'm looking at it and I'm, I'm looking at the story that you're telling. And right now, bro, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Instagram stalking you right now, but <laughs> <laughs> some of, um, bro, some of your photos just are unreal man like i mean you you really nailed it like you got you know you've got um you can see the story you know what i mean you can you can really see what's going on here the other thing that i love that you're doing on there is some of the photos where you're doing like 
like you know this is part one part two what's going to happen in part three and here's part mm-hmm. four you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool when you did that especially with the with the red hood one mm-hmm. like i i mean i was totally into it i was looking at it and i'm like ah let me see i you know I, and, and i threw my comment in there and you were cracking up at it but mm-hmm. um you know um just just the just the way that you change it up bro and you're putting your style on it you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Oh, lost you there for a second. Oh, are we we back oh, there? There you are. Oh, okay, cool. I hear you now. Yep, I hear you. So, one of the things I wanted to ask you, bro, because I know you're using some of the extreme sets dioramas. Mm-hmm. How many? How many are you using right now? How many do you have? I've got three. I've got the the cabin, uh, which is a fucking huge ass thing dude i don't i don't know if you have that one man but damn that thing is it's huge dude like <laughs> it's a it's, it's a big it's a big piece um so i got that one i got the deranged alley and i got the sewer okay uh, the sewer one and i pre-ordered i'm waiting for that one to come in the 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 uh asylum okay so i got you. so i pre i pre-ordered that one we're we're right in there with the same similarities bro so i've got the deranged alley i love that one that one's one of my Uh favorites to shoot with um i have the sewer i do a lot of my ninja turtles with that um and then i bought the gas station and i did a couple of of photos with it but then after that bro like i just didn't want to bring it out anymore you know what i mean it was Uh like i'm like "Eh, i can't i i just wasn't happy with it so that's yeah. one that i'm actually trying to get rid of so that i can pay because i just ordered the cabin so oh, dude. yeah i'm waiting for that one to come yeah. in <laughs> I, I i hope you have a space laid out for it because like you know like the alley one like you can take that one apart you know and then you know assemble it when you're ready to use it uh not with the cabin bro the cabin you put that you put that together you got to keep it together shit you're kidding (laughs) me i'm gonna tell you right i mean you can take it apart but it'll be a pain in the ass to take apart man (laughs) so 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 start start looking for a space where you can just keep it because once it's once you're once you've assembled it dude that's it it's it's staying like that man and it's big i got you okay it's it's a big piece but it's it's worth it man i mean this so much dude so like like for me i got it because i'm very big into a very i I mean i do a lot of a lot of different things themes but i horror is my best uh it's my favorite like i I love horror scary uh shoots and that and that cabin dude that cabin just fits it perfectly i've seen a lot of great horror ones on there and bro i kept like watching it and watching it and watching it and i'm like this thing's not gonna discount because it's so fucking popular you know what Mm -hmm, i mean so mm -hmm. i just recently pulled the trigger and i'm like i've got to fucking sell some shit so that i can just start (laughs) you know making up for this because the other problem that i got into bro is i've always been a mortal Kombat fan i'm not Mm -hmm. die hard die hard you know what i mean but i'm a fan i purchased my first storm collectibles uh, uh scorpion and bro the moment i opened up that fucking box and had him in my hands i'm like uh-oh like i already knew that 
that one wasn't going to be enough. So (laughs) I went and I bought Raiden and bro, I have a photo coming. I'm not trying to flex or anything like that, but (laughs) it's, uh, it's one of those like, Oh fuck moments. You know what I mean? Where I was just, I took the shot and I was just like, damn, that's exactly what I wanted. You know what I mean? It's a wonderful feeling, isn't it? Oh bro. There's a, there's times where like, and it was funny, like, I didn't get it at first, bro, because Sal was the one that introduced me to all the, you know, to this world, you know, the toy photography. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, he he's like, let me show you. He's like, I'll bring some of my figurines over and, you know, I'll bring a dial and then, you know, I'll let you figure it out. He goes, and then, you know, if I, you know, if, if you want any tips, you know, I'll let you know. So we're sitting there and he's like, all right, he goes, shoot your phone from, you know, shoot your shot from this angle and, you know, do this, do that. And then bro, like there was one, I hit it and he saw it. And I mean, I swear, bro, I thought he was going to take a lap around the house. Cause he was just like, that's the <laughs> fucking shot. He's like, you got it. He's uh-huh. like, you're figuring it out. And then like when I pulled it up on my phone and then he showed me the editing, I'm like, holy shit. So then I was hooked, bro. And then it was funny. My buddy, Jonathan, had came down to hang out and he saw the setup just sitting there on my table and he's like what's all this and i'm like i'm like here i gave him the joker and the batman and i'm like go have some fun oh bro he was there for like almost an hour and he's just like doing black and white shots and he's doing this and you know he he caught he caught the fever a little bit but it's um it's it's a, it's a it's such a great feeling when you when that image from your brain goes to your mm-hmm. phone. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh dude, yeah. You know what I it, mean? It, 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 it's I mean it, it's hard to explain, man. How the it, it's so funny. Like I because again I'll be in the garage and you know the living room is right there uh, on the other side of the door where my wife's watching TV and you know all of a sudden she'll just hear. Uh, fuck yeah you know it's mad loud and she just comes in she's like what happened i'm like i just nailed this shot like perfect hell yeah and and she's just like god you're weird (laughs) and uh, but it's just like you said it perfectly like it's it's rare and that's why it's so satisfying when it goes from brain right there to the right there to the to the camera yeah like it, it, it's it's rare when it happens. So when it it happens, like that image that I sent you that I haven't posted yet, but the the shredder one. Oh, bro, dude, that I, I I mean I that's what I when I got the figure, that's what I wanted to do. Like again, I'm I'm spontaneous when it comes to a lot of things, but that was the one time when it was like I knew exactly what I wanted with that one, and that's when I yelled. Because yeah. <laughs> that that dude, it, it's it's satisfying, man. It, it it's a wonderful hobby, man. I I'm I'm blessed and happy to have stumbled onto this uh, stumbled onto this hobby, and you know, just met some amazing uh, toy photographers, and just been able to learn so much from them. And you know, I'm a part of a toy photographers group uh that i that is pretty awesome if you don't mind me plugging the plugging them in real quick but throw them out there it's, bro. uh it's a uh, toy photographers so we have an there's an instagram uh just underscore toy photographers underscore uh it's a, a amazing community of you know 
toy photographers of all ages and all different kinds of experience and just being able to feed, you know, ex- just get that experience from them and get the feedback and just talk about toys, man. I mean, shit, just being able to talk about, oh, you know about this figure coming out and this and this. And it's like, it's like, you, man, it's like being a kid all over again. It's just, it's awesome, dude. I, I, I love it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. I, I know exactly where you're coming from, man. It's, uh, it, it's funny, like, with with me sal and isaac and then bro um our other guy jesus we call him the funko expert he started fucking like seeing what we were doing and then all of a sudden like he would send us photos and we're like what the fuck we're like jesus where'd you pull it out of and he's like i pulled over the side bro and just got dirty and and i mean he's you know he's taking these funko pops and bro he's bringing them to life and he's in um all these little um photo sessions for the for the funko pops and bro i shit you not they are literally featuring him like every other fucking photo shoot like i mean he there was one time i told him i'm like bro how did like what did you do how'd you bring this live and he's like oh i grabbed some tin foil and i did this and i did that and i'm like what i'm like you did what and talking about taking it to the next level and just using your surroundings to bring mm-hmm. a photo to life you know what i mean instead of saying like oh well i purchased this you know professional lighting effect and you know all this other different shit he's just like you know what i mean he's just like nah man i grab shit around the house and fucking do it together <laughs> and i'm like bro i'm like talking about you know taking it and running with it i mean he literally did that so i i, I hear you bro loud and clear <laughs> Yeah, I, I, for for me, I'm a I'm a I'm a technology person. I'm like that, you know, that guy that's like, oh, I like the new shiny new shiny things, even though I don't need it. I was like, I like it. Um, so you know, when I when I got into this, man, I I dove in, man. I, you know, the, the camera, the you know, loom cube lightings and this stuff, like you know, stuff that yeah, I would say you don't need to get that end result of an amazing picture, but. I'm just, yeah, I'm just like that. I'm just that, 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 that kind of technology geek that I'm like, oh, that's so cool. It makes it easy. Yeah, I'm going to get that, you know? <laughs> Bro, so you, you, can def- you can definitely MacGyver the shit out of it and just kind of like <laughs> come up with some amazing stuff, just some stuff lying around the house, you know? Let me ask you, Rose. So the, the latest craze in the, in the toy photography community is that fucking BAM uh, plunger. Have you, oh yeah. Have yeah. you fucked around with that yet? I bought I one. Ha- <laughs> I actually have one. Yeah, I, I have it because I got it from Sir Dork when he that's what he uses in his in his videos. Yeah. Uh in his shoot. So I was like, oh yeah, let me get one of those. Um and I I used it, I think I've used it twice. Um, but again, since I'm mostly indoor type of uh shooter instead of outdoor, I just I I just haven't I haven't used it as much. I, I think I've used it more for, you know, unclogging my toilet than I <laughs> have, <laughs> that I have actually used it for that. Uh, but it's cool to have. So if I do decide to pack a few things and go out somewhere, then I can just take it with me. It works great. Like the time I use it, it, it definitely works great for, you know, making that explosion effect of, you know, dirt or gravel. Um, but again, you know, if, it's one of those things that do you necessarily need no you can easily just you know pick up 
you know, a handful of dirt and just throw it at your figures as you're taking the shot, done. But, you know, it's just one of those tools that makes things easier and cooler, I guess. I don't know. Right. Um, it's the explosions and shit like that and the stuff that I see on there, I'm just like, damn, that's fucking bad. So, bro, I'm so I'm actually building a fucking sandbox in my backyard. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm literally doing that because I so I'm not gonna get into Star Wars. I'm not gonna try and collect that line because I just don't nope. have the money for that shit because <laughs> that's you know i've got my hands in wwe and i'm like star wars and wwe or as far as characters go are like in the same you know in the same mm-hmm. realm mm-hmm. um but i fell in love with the mandalorian bro and one oh, of yeah. one of my favorite figs to shoot is Din Djarin, you know what I mean? The the mm-hmm. Mandalorian. And mm-hmm. bro, you can take that fucker anywhere and you can just pose yeah. him, you can put him up, you know what I mean? I recently purchased a um a cloth cape for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to do my first DIY where I'm actually going to wire the cape nice. so that, you know, you can make it kind of posable and, you know, shit like mm-hmm. that. So um the other thing that I um so that's like one of the biggest things that I, you know, the reason why I'm building the sandbox is because I can do some like really cool, you know, Mandalorian type photos and shit like that. And then, you know, I've got a couple of troopers, you know, I don't, I didn't army build them too much, but there's a couple of, you know, there's a, there's, there's a bunch of shots that I have in my head right now that I want to shoot. So the sandbox was going to be fun, but not only with the sandbox, I can do a lot of my Marvel figurines in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can change it up and just kind of, you know, it, it's going to be fun. It'll it'll be yeah. fun. No, and, that, and that's cool, man. Especially that you're building it yourself. You get to customize it whichever way you want, you know? So that's pretty awesome. Bro, I had I had no idea that like my create right my creativity side would would finally come out of me. You know what I mean? Right, right. In our in our forties, dude. Right. It took that long for We're, us to be like fuck dude this actually is pretty good you know? we're late bloomers man but we got yeah, you yeah man <laughs> hey uh, better late than never though man shit exactly hey bro and you know what you know it, we say we're getting older but you know what i'm the opposite bro i'm just getting younger so oh, that, oh I, I feel that too that's what that's what doing this is keeping me young man so i'm okay i'm I'm gonna be that 70 year old man in the in the park with a camera just in little toys like yeah hell yeah and just just be and just be happy as hell you know (laughs) i'll be there right next to you bro yeah man (laughs) definitely i'll be the one pumping the plunger (laughs) (laughs) good let's use yours because mine you know like i said i've been using that shit in the toilet (laughs) Oh, bro. So I think, uh, well, before we jump into our next topic, and we know this is the hot one, um, mm-hmm. what is your favorite fig to shoot, bro? Oh, man. Uh, that's a great question. Um, I would say the one that I always stop myself from grabbing because I've I'm like, oh, all right, I, I already did something with that, but <laughs> I just can't help it. Um, it's it's the, one of the newer ones I got. It's the the Doc Brown um, figure from uh, 
you know, the Back to the Future, the NECA one. The NECA? Yeah, I just, I, I just, I just love that figure, man. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's his facial expression that it just, you know, it fits perfectly for my horror scenes kind of thing. That terrified uh, expression that he has on his face, but uh, I love that figure, man. I, I actually took another shot t- uh, earlier today, just uh, fucking around with my dog and kind of like having him, you know, run away from my dog that's coming up behind him, um, just because it's. It's just a fun figure to shoot with, man. So that's that's kind of like the one that I I like shooting with a lot. I would say at at, uh, at this time right now, but that might change next week. Who knows? I'll come up with you know another figure. I just got this Splinter, which I uh, the Splinter from the Ninja Turtles. I got that one, and I'm like thinking of this series that I want to. I might want to start with him. So. You know, I might you might see a lot of uh, a lot of him on Instagram pretty soon. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, bro, that Doc Brown, I finally got it. I had some hot cash from from Hot Topic, and I'm like, fuck mm-hmm. it, I'm gonna pull the trigger. I grabbed him. I grabbed some Diamond Select, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean one of Jack Sparrow. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the accessories that it came with. So they actually came in. Uh, like I said, bro, there's. The problem I'm running into is I'm purchasing figs and then they're going in the closet because I'm paying more attention to my other shit. You know what I mean? And when I say my yeah. other shit, that means my Mandalorian and then now these Mortal Kombat Storm collectible figures, bro. And mm-hmm. right now, like, I'm just to the point where I'm like, Fernando, you got to sell some shit. You got to, I hate to say the word flip, but you know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. we got to flip just so that we can pay for all this other shit that we got coming along. So. Yeah, no, I, I feel you on that, man. That's how I was <laughs> when I started. And that, that's why I had to, like, give myself that rule of if I don't see myself taking a number, of, this number of pictures with this figure, I don't care how cool it is. I don't care how bad I want it. I, I, I'm i just not going to get it because it's it, that's what's going to happen. It's like, it's going to end up in the, you know, in a bin somewhere in my garage because I just don't know what to do with it kind of thing. So it helps, man. Yeah, the other thing, bro, the other problem that I was running into is I was trying to keep up with the latest shit that was coming out. Yeah. And that's where, like you, bro, I had to tell myself, like, if I'm only going to get one shot out of this, then there's no reason for me to have it. Because what, mm-hmm. what I was doing before is I was like, okay, I'm going to grab this fig, I'm going to shoot it, then I'm going to repackage it. And then I'm going to sell it for like five bucks less. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the headache in that just. That's a headache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, wrapping it up, finding a box, packaging it, bubbling it, mm-hmm. answering questions on it. And I'm just like, nah, we're not going to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a pain doing that. But, um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, like I said, just, it, it's, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of, you know, like control, you know, like, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Not patience, self-control yes. kind of thing. Like, all right, I want this, but do I really need it? Do I really need to use it? Am I going to use it? It's a, is it going to be worth, you know, and especially now, like if it's a Funko Pop, I mean, whatever, you know, they're like 10 bucks or something like that. But, you know, when you start looking at like NECA figures that are like, you know, 30, 40, 50 bucks, if you get them on Macari, it's like, all right. Let me think about this kind of thing, you know? Yep. So. That's that moment where you step back and, oh, brothers, 
I, I mean, people probably think that I'm crazy at the fucking Target stores and Walmarts because I'll literally be walking around with the fucking figure in my hand and I'm talking to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, what are yeah. we going to do with this <laughs> Dude, thing? I do the same. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the time yep. I make it around the store a couple of times, I'm like, nah, put it mm-hmm. back. <laughs> yep, yep. yep. I, I'm that guy in the aisle that I'm in the aisle and I'm looking at the, I'm just looking at it and I'm talking to myself. It's like, because in my head, I'm thinking, I was like, all right, I can use them for this and I can do this with it and this, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I just put it back on the peg, and it's like, all right. Yep. If, if I if I really if I think of something else, I will come back around. Yeah. And I never do. There you go. There you go. Just get out of the store as fast as you can, man. Once you put it back exactly. up there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Woo, bro! That was some some great material for for toy photography, man. I always love getting a new a new person on here, and um. Much love, bro. Appreciate all the all the tips, tricks, the feedback, the the stories, and all that good stuff. But it's time to talk a little bit of wrestling. Oh <laughs> <laughs> man, here we go. I'm gonna I'm about to give you the mercy, the mercy woo. <laughs> my uh. My my dog Mercy, she's a little bit of fan of you know the the flares. So you know right uh, now she's kind of you know she's strutting like uh, like Charlotte Flair. But bro, uh, talk to me, man. Like uh, you know we we've been exchanging text messages and stuff like that. You know what I mean? We've mm-hmm. been talking, but you're you're AEW right now, right? I'm all AEW right now. Okay, I am. I'm I'm one of those. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say I I hate. You know, I'm only AEW. I'm not, you know, like I, you know, I, I, I try to, I try to watch some New Japan and some Impact. Like I, I try to get into a little bit of, of everything. But you know, like when the when the Wednesday Night Wars were happening with NXT and and AEW, I was I was strictly on AEW. I was okay. I got I, you. I have to. I have. I have to admit, I was. I love NXT, man. Well, the old NXT. The, like I like when we were texting each other back and forth. I love the old NXT, um, but you know it's it's changed, man. It's changed. Like they, you know, they 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 started caring less about putting out a great product and cared more about you know beating AEW, which failed <laughs> yeah, <laughs> miserably. It did. That's why they're moving to Tuesdays or they're <laughs> yeah, on exactly. Tuesday nights. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> USA Network was like, nah, we're moving. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you're making us look bad right now. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's you know, like, um, I, you know, I, I, I and it sucks, too, because there's a lot of wrestlers in WWE that I love to watch, and but they just get, they're just hindered, man. Like, freaking, like, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, man, I, from back in the indies, dude, Ricochet. God man, yeah. I don't know if you ever. I don't know if you ever saw that that match between him and um, wow, why can't I think of his name right now? The 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 British wrestler that he fights for New Japan right now, um, Will Osprey. Oh yes, 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 Dude, yes, yes. That match between, I mean, they had a couple, that, but there was this one match between them that I was just like, what? <laughs> and, and and even in NXT when he was in NXT and he fought uh, Adam Cole. Like I don't know about you, man, but that remember when he did that uh, flip slingshot off the rope and Cole caught him with the uh, the super kick while he was upside down. Yep, 
Dude, I popped. Dude, I almost threw the remote on the uh, on the floor because I was like, "Holy shit!" That just, oh my god, dude, that that was that was amazing. I just love Ricochet, man. And where is he? You know, like nowhere, dude. Like it, it just it sucks, bro. Um, you know, I I hear you loud and clear, man. And and one of so. I mean, w, w, I call it WWF because that's where yeah. it just was for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, mm-hmm. and that You know, WWE. So, you know, we've. I there there was a period where I kind of jumped off and, you know, I had my I had my ear to the door, but I just didn't open it and watch. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So there's so there's a period where, you know, like once the attitude era was like kind of ending and yep. this, this new class was coming in, I was like, all right, I'm good. So. Uh-huh. I kind of, you know, stayed in tune with, well, w, uh, they had already purchased WCW and ECW, so I kind of stepped away for a moment, but then I came back because that that itch was was there, and I had popped on NXT, I fell in love with Adam Cole, Bay Bay, um, Ricochet, bro, like all of them, Undisputed Era, fuck, those mm-hmm. dudes tore it up, man. Yep. Now they're breaking him up, Ricochet, mm-hmm. you know, they can't figure out a storyline for him. My biggest thing is if these guys are fucking killing it, let them continue to kill it. Like, mm-hmm. don't push them up because it's almost like that's where they go to die. You know what I mean? It's like, it's exactly. almost like... Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's it's sad because WWE's got a shitload of talent. One of my biggest my biggest qualms with them right now is nobody can rock the mic like the Attitude Era. Like, bro, no. we we were spoiled with we. I guess you know yes. what I mean. We mm-hmm. that was just an era where uh. I don't even. I mean, they set the bar way too fucking high. Mm-hmm. I mean. You got the rock. You got the stone. You got stone cold. Undertaker didn't say shit, but he still fucking did it with his mannerisms. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We had the factions. We had uh, DX. We had um, fuck. I mean Jer- Jericho back in the days. Jericho, Kurt Angle being Kurt there, Angle, bro. The, uh. <laughs> uh, Edge and Christian fucking oh, bringing yeah. in the comedic side. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there was just so much going on and then now we get to you know today and all it's, it's the about PG, it's the pg era man it is see it's, it's the, the thing about wwe is that you know like during the attitude era um and i think you'll agree with me in this they you know they the audience was the true wrestling fan you know yes. what i'm saying that's that's who they put shows on for is for the wrestling fan. That's why you got, you know, it was raunchy and it was, it was attitude. And that's what caught it. Nowadays, you know, WWE, it, it's for kids. That's, that's their, for me personally, this is what I think. That's, they're, I'm right they're, with they, you, bro. They, they market for kids. They want kids to watch and, and, and things like that. And the pure wrestling fan that remembers the attitude era um, but still, and, and still enjoys wrestling today. They're just like, you know, like it, it's boring. It, it really is. Like it, it's just it's it's boring and it's scripted. And you're just like, you know, like I watch and I'm just like, oh, God, this. Uh, why did they have to talk like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, why is it? 
<laughs> it's so predictable. It's like, like I didn't want, you know, like I'm like you, like I don't, oh, I have my, my ear to the door, but I don't open it. And I knew on Raw tonight, it was, you know, Flair against the uh, Oscar. Um, and I'm like, not even watching it. I know how it ended. It's right. going to be a disqualification. It's going to be a disqualification that something's going to happen. You know, Rhea Ripley's going to run in and cause the uh, disqualification. It's so predictable now. Yeah. It's just like they don't even try anymore. It's just like they, they've they settled on their bags of money and just like, eh, whatever, let's just put something out there and we're still raking in the money kind of thing. Let's release all these wrestlers and we're still raking in the money. It's It's... They don't try. That's the thing. They don't try anymore. And that's why I'm so in on AEW because, and it's, you know, mostly because it's new. Who knows? As years go by, they might fall into the same trap, I guess. But, you know, because they're new, because they're fresh, they're really trying and they're doing different things and they're, they're, they're not gearing to kids. You know, like if you watch AEW and you see, how many times you know blood has been involved <laughs> in a in a wrestling match in an AEW match? It's like more than WWE has in the last five years, bro. Um, that 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 women's hardcore uh, that, dude, that women's hardcore match oh with Britt Baker, jeez, and Thunder Rosa, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, <laughs> dude, I, I I I I mean I'm in my house and I I gave a standing ovation right because I was just like wow you women killed it like that was you know and that's what I'm saying you won't see that kind of women's match in WWE no absolutely you know, they don't not. do the blood they don't do this and do you necessarily need the blood no but it just adds to it yep. it, it, it it adds to it it's like it's a shoot fight you know it's like when weapons are involved someone's going to get cut and blood's going to be involved. It's like, you want to be real. You want to make it seem real, but at the same time, you're not right <laughs> kind of thing be- <laughs> because they're gearing towards the kids. They don't want to see kids l- watching people bloodied on TV. And it's, and, and that's, that's what, that's what's kind of like gotten me away yeah. from WWE for that I reason. You. Like I, I watch it and I'm just bored. To be honest, I just get bored of watching. It's like I, I, I can't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love the wrestlers. Like, you know, Friday nights do. I, I mean, Daniel Bryan. Oh God, I love Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns is killing it right now. Like, I, I try every now and then to. All right, let me give him a shot. Let me give him a shot. Let me watch this. There's nothing else on TV. Let me do it. And I'm just like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What's on Comedy Central right now? <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? I like, got you. My yeah, um, I, I, I try. My biggest thing, you know, is, you know, I'm the I'm the dude that's, you know, standing up, still trying to pull everybody back in and being like, you know, don't give up on them yet. Don't give up on them yet. But <laughs> one of the things that I love that they actually allowed is they let Drew McIntyre kind of, you know, go free. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They yeah. I mean, I'm kind of pissed right now because he doesn't have the title. I mean, he fucking held the, the covid title. You know what I mean? Mm hmm and and kept my attention i bro i love drew mcintyre from the moment of nxt when he came in and he was just fucking huge like he's one of those razor ramon warlord ultimate warrior Mm -hmm. you know hercules uh british bulldog type fucking just big dude Mm -hmm. and 
with when I found out that he was going into WWE, I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, you know, they're gonna they're gonna fuck up his character. And he he held on. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. he still made it a point, like, you're gonna fucking give me camera time because uh-huh. I'm gonna do something to get it. And he's he's progressing and he's keeping at least my attention, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um I love what they're doing with Roman, you know, the whole um uh why can't i think of his name paul the head, paul um paul Heyman. paul Heyman. thank you mm-hmm. um you know the whole thing that they're doing with that the thing that kind of bugs me about it is it's a little brock lesnar-esque but yeah i dude i'm with you on that man he doesn't need paul Heyman. like he doesn't. I, I don't when when it first <laughs> happened i was like oh that's gonna be cool they're gonna partner him up with paul. but the more you see it it's just like why like brock needed Paul Heyman. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Brock doesn't talk. He just goes there and fucks people up and then that's it. He leaves. He doesn't talk. Roman isn't he's a talker, man. That guy, you give him the mic and damn, dude, he's an awesome. T- the reason I love Roman Reigns so much right now is because, and I'm sure, you know, you've heard this before. This is something that should have happened a long time ago. Oh yeah. Turning, oh, yeah. turning him heel. Like, he should have turned heel. It shouldn't have been Rollins that turned heel that day uh, when the sh- when he betrayed the Shield. It should have been Reigns. Like, he should have been, from the start, the heel guy, because that's just how he... I don't. I see him as a heel. It's you just, just like, get like that Charlotte vibe Flair. from him. Yeah. yeah, like Charlotte Flair. Like, how many times they try to make her a face and it never works. No, she is a heel. Like, you see, just like her father, it's a heel, like... And it took him so long to pull that trigger, and they finally did, and look what they got now. They right. got, like, one of the hottest heels in professional wrestling right now is is Roman Reigns. Like, I mean, I love Kenny Omega, but Reigns is killing it as a heel oh, compared yeah. to Kenny Omega. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll give him that. Like, he is the best heel in wrestling right now, by far. Kenny Omega has always been, like basically his name like he's a he's like a a mega athlete you know what i mean like yeah the Mm -hmm. moves and shit that he does in the ring i'm just like Mm -hmm. bro what the fuck it's insane it's insane dude i'm like with with your age and you coming from from new japan like Mm -hmm. the shit that you fucking do like how Mm -hmm. one how are you still alive number two Mm -hmm. how do you still move like that you know exactly um oh dude do you watch ray phoenix yes bro I shit you not. I text. I text Sal and I said, Ray Phoenix is easily becoming one of my fucking favorite wrestlers because he's just oh. a wow factor. Dude, that man is not gonna be able to walk in ten years <laughs> with the shit with the shit that he does, man. But God bless him for doing the shit that he does. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God, dude. Every time it's just like, did he? What the? Wait, what? Right. Hold on, let me rewind that. I gotta watch that again because it's just like it's insane what he does, bro. But he, that's the thing. Like they they let him do who they are. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They let him do who they are as opposed to in WWE that you gotta fit this. Mo- like like what they did with um oh what's his name um the the, the he was in NXT and they brought him up and you haven't seen him in who knows how long. Uh, Alistair Black. No, well, yeah, there's another one. <laughs> another one. <laughs> there's another one. Keith Lee. Um, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Okay. I got like, you. Dude, 
the man in NXT, he killed it. Yep. Killed it in NXT. And and he's a big man, but he's a uh, agile. Like, you know, he does flips and does all these things that a man his size should not be doing. Move up to WWE, and the rumor is, is that, you know, Vince didn't like him doing his flips and everything, that he sees him as a big guy, so he should wrestle as a big guy. It's like, dude, just let him do what they do. Yeah, exactly. Let them do what they do. Like... <laughs> They, they're there for a reason, you know, they, they got up to that point because of who they are, let them do it, you know? So yeah, it's, I mean, I can go on about the, the issues I have with WWE as a corporation, what they do, their ethics and just the product they try to put on TV, but I don't know. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping AEW changes them because again, during the attitude era, it was that competition with WCW that made the attitude era that forced them to to do things so i'm hoping this competition forces them to to go back to that and be like all right we we got to change things up because they're they're kicking our ass right now (laughs) you know i i think it's gonna get there bro because so here's here's my here's my little assumption you know what i mean like this is just me you know thinking outside of the box but AEW right now is Attitude Era-esque. And the reason I say mm-hmm. that is because, one, they're grabbing the true wrestling fans like you and I, even mm-hmm. Sal. Sal is hardcore uh, wrestling fan, bro, and, and he pays a lot more attention to AEW than he does WWE. He gets frustrated with mm-hmm. WWE. Um, factions are popping up mm-hmm. all over the place in AEW. That is very mm-hmm. Attitude Era-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, Jericho, bro, the way they let him rock the mic. Um, Dude, he's the GOAT. Yeah. I don't care, man. <laughs> that, that He is the true GOAT. That man has reinvented himself so many times, and he still kills it like right it's amazing it's amazing he doesn't get he doesn't get the you know whenever you hear the mount rushmore of wrestling you never hear jericho's name up there and it's like dude he i mean if anyone deserves to be on that mount rushmore is him absolutely glad you brought up jericho bro because here's the other thing that i'm going with is i think vince is seeing something or he's feeling a little bit of that heat because mm-hmm. normally vince wouldn't allow a former or an ex WWE superstar with that's with another company now onto a show that he owns. So Oh, that's right, with the the Broken Skull podcast, yeah. Yes, sir. Bro, mm-hmm. him and Stone Cold fucking knocked it out of the park, bro. Mm-hmm. It was such a great interview. Um it was interesting to hear, you know, what Jericho was saying and all that. And then it's funny, bro, because He's playing the hill right now in between AEW and and uh, and WWE because mm. it almost feels like when we were back at the Monday Night Wars because WCW Eric Bischoff and then when you know when he started pulling like a bunch <coughs> of the you know when the NWO came mm-hmm. there was constant fucking jabs thrown at at mm-hmm. at Raw and that Raw was throwing jabs back by you know, fucking making 
you know, bootleg fucking wrestlers that look like Scott oh, yeah, Hall the, or Razor the Ramon. Fake, fake yeah. Diesel and Razor yeah, Ramon. Yeah, the fake yeah, Diesel and Razor that. Ramon. But yeah. it's funny, bro. Jericho came on and Jericho had like a lot of great things to say. I mean, he tore it down. I mean, all the stories that he shared. Then it was funny, bro. Then you catch him on the news and they did an interview with him and they were like, well, you know, how do you feel about, um, you know, NXT moving to Tuesdays? And he's like, that's where that's exactly where we're going to put them. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. our that's what our, we wanted to do. Our goal was to crush them. So it's mm-hmm. like he's poking at advance yeah. and saying like, hey, bro, <laughs> like, you know, let's 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 make some, you know, let's make some great wrestling. You know, let's mm-hmm. let's get it going. But. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't understand, bro. How 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 Vince hasn't allowed them to just take the just take the training wheels off, man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You got all the yeah. fucking money in the world, bro. You you fucking sold. Mm-hmm. Um, you sold you sold SmackDown to Fox for like mm-hmm. fucking you know billions of dollars. Yep. Then you turn around and you sell the fucking WWE app to Peacock. Mm-hmm for another billion dollars let's crazy let's go man like you know let these dudes let let them do what they do exactly i I didn't i didn't watch it but i I know you watched it when uh the what was it wrestlemania night one when uh during the rain delay that you know apparently they had the um some of the wrestlers doing promos like because they need you know but like last minute promos because Rain delay, we got to get something on TV right now. And they just had, you know, uh, McIntyre and I think uh, Rollins go out there and cut promos that weren't scripted. And from what I hear, they were like the best promos those guys ever did. Bro. Because it was just them talking instead of, all right, I got to say this word for word for word for word kind of thing. You know, it's like. It's exactly how you said it, man. Just take the training wheels off. Just take the leash off. Let them do. Let them do what they, what they do. But and that's the problem. Like, and I and I hate to say it because I mean he is the reason wrestling is what it is today. So we owe him that, and we owe him that much credit. But WWE's biggest problem is Vince McMahon right now. Yeah, it is. He is the problem. Like things will not change until he's no longer in the picture. I, as long as he's there, it's not changing. I don't even understand how Stephanie, Triple H, and and Shane, like, bro, Shane is, like, people fucking look at me and they're like, how do you cheer for this dude? I'm like, he is fucking money. I'm like, that's he, why. He, I was like, he's he, he's a he's a perfect fucking heel and he grabs mm-hmm. your attention. He makes you scream mm-hmm. at the fucking TV. You want yeah. this dude to lose, you know? Yeah. I don't understand, bro, how they're not in the office just fucking, like, with their lips bleeding. Like, yeah. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck they can't tell their dad and being like, Dad, sit back. Let us do. Let us take it over from here. A Triple uh-huh. H was doing some fucking wicked shit with NXT. Oh, my God, dude. I know there were times, and this is before AW came, came into the picture, where, dude, NXT, NXT, the takeovers, NXT takeovers, I would, I would... Every NXT takeover that I saw was like, our, this was amazing. And then WrestleMania is the next night, and I'm just like, eh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you. Like, NXT takeover killed it every single time, man. It was just like, 
and that was all Triple H. Like, because again, he let them, he let them be who they are. Yep. Like, yeah, just go out there and do what you do. Like, you've done this for years. Do it. Like, <laughs> like that. Here's bullet points, but that's it. Go kill it. And it's like that. And it's like you said earlier, man. It's like w- whenever someone gets called up to the main roster, and I'm doing quotes right now when I say main roster, it's like. It's almost like they're going out to, to just to be buried, yeah. in a way. Because, yeah, so that's why, uh, what's his name, like, Johnny Gargano, he refuses to go up to the, again, quote-unquote main roster. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, he doesn't want to leave NXT, because they know, it's like, the minute they go up there, it's going to be like, all right, well, <laughs> we're just going to get buried again. Yeah, exactly. We're just going to get buried up there, so... Yeah, it's it's like you said, man. I'm hoping this uh, new competition will light a fire under their ass and be like, "All right, we got to change things up a little bit because this, you know, this 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 new company's coming up hot behind us, so we got to try something new." But it's gonna be a long time that that happens because you just said it yourself. When it comes to the money, AEW is gonna it's gonna take them years. To even come close to what WWE does, right? As far as far as money goes, so and I think that's what Vince sees. It's just money, ratings, whatever. Like, eh, it, it, the money's still there. Once the money starts taking, you know, once the money gets affected, then Vince is going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, we might have to change things up a little bit. But the other thing that I don't understand how how they can't see it, bro, is but the moment that they cut these wrestlers, all of a sudden they find success. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt Cardona is a perfect, you know, fucking example. I mean, the shit that he's mm-hmm. doing on his own now. I mean, talking about mm-hmm. about making yourself even fucking better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude's really fucking, you know, tearing it up. But even some of the ones that showed up to <coughs> AEW, you know, they're... The Bro- Brody Lee, man. Rusev, fucking... Rusev, yep. I mean, uh, I mean, Jericho's fucking Mo- tearing Moxley. up. But we always doing it. Moxley. You know, there's a there's a lot of them. Uh, I'm gonna be interested in seeing, bro, this latest cut mm-hmm. to see who ends up in AEW and who ends up at Impact. Oh, oh dude, I, I, if if AEW, I mean, Samoa Joe is gonna be weird. I can see him. I can see him going going to Impact um, because you know that's where he spent the most of his time. Well, even Ring of Honor, which is still around, like he can probably go there, but. Um, like, dude, if he goes to AEW, oh my god, dude, the mat, like, I can already imagine the mat, like, him against Kenny Omega, oh, take yeah. my money, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, dude, just, just like, but the problem with Samoa Joe is, like, you know, he's, I mean, and just because of how long he's been wrestling, he just, he, he gets injured a lot, Yeah. so, you know, how much can you really rely on him? But I think like, that's what killed him at WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what killed him, um, but, like, Peyton Royce, dude, like, Peyton Royce, She's good. She 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 can go, and if she's if she's given the chance, I think she's definitely gonna end up in AEW just because her husband um, Spears. Yeah, Spears um, is there. Is is on there, and I always try, especially when it comes to AEW. I always try to listen to uh, when the re- a wrestler cuts a promo because they always try to throw little things in there. And uh, MJF, I mean, sure, you want to talk about amazing heels? That 
that that you you root you root to get beaten up. MJF is God, he's amazing. Yeah, talking um, about true kayfabe, that dude fucking oh, dude, <laughs> he eats and breathes that dude, shit. He lives it. He <laughs> lives his character, man. You watch his interviews, and he's just like he never breaks. Like he's never. He, that's him. But in one of the promos, he said that. You know, oh, people are saying, you know, when are we going to bring a female into the pinnacle? It'll happen eventually. And I'm just like, Peyton Royce. Yep. Peyton Royce is going to be the first female part of that group. Like, that's just, that's a given. I can see that definitely happen. So she will definitely end up in, in, uh, in AEW. Samoa Joe is, uh, I, I, that one, I, I don't know. That one's going to be. I think you're right on the line, bro, with Impact because the way they let them wrestle on Impact. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have time to rest his body after a after a crazy match. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. not like mm-hmm. okay, well you wrestled and now you gotta you know you gotta get ready you know in one mm-hmm. week and be ready for the next one or you know yeah. what I mean? So I think the I think the traveling I I think the entertainment schedule or just the WWE schedule alone for him was just fucking too much. Yeah, that that too. I mean, it, it just it, I think that's what uh, Moxley said too. That it's just. You know his elbow never got to heal because he he could he just couldn't take the time to let it heal, and I think that's a great thing about you know Impact and AEW they do the same thing they you know it's one you know I follow uh, Sammy uh, Sammy Guevara uh, Sammy Guevara Sammy Guevara <laughs> I watch I I, I I watch his uh I follow his blog his blog on YouTube, um so you know it's pretty much like all right it's Tuesday time to head over to Jacksonville all right it's over trying time to head back home you know they don't have that insane schedule yeah. that you know the the talent over at wwe has so yeah maybe that's what he needs he needs that time to rest and because i love samoa joe man i mean talk about a promo god yeah <laughs> that guy just give him a mic and just hear Say what you want to say. Just, Bro, just go. <laughs> the the storyline between him and AJ Styles oh, was so fucking dude. good. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Dude, I mean, he, he just every time he came out with a mic in his hand, I was like, I was I was watching because yeah. it's like, oh, what's he gonna say? And even that fucking a, that entrance music that he has, bro. When that shit mm-hmm. dropped, I'm like, oh, here yep. we go. <laughs> yeah, like you know, you know, a big boy's coming through that curtain. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, a big boy's about to come out and whoop some ass. So Hell yeah, yeah. I, I'm so the release is the best thing that happened for him and everyone else, really. I mean, even uh, what's his name, Callisto? He got released too. Yeah, and it's like he's amazing, dude. Yep. He, oh God! Oh my God! I just thought of this. Can you imagine him against Ray Phoenix, bro? It's like you're pulling <laughs> shit out of my head. I was like, oh, he needs to go to AEW. God, man, him against Phoenix alone is just like. Or even if again, they, take if, my money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if they became a tag team, I would have been like, oh, but dude, I'll admit, yeah. bro. So I'm. I started out watching AEW in the beginning, then I shut down my cable and I'm like, I'm done with, you know, these TV wars and all this bullshit or these channel wars. So, um, I figure out a way to get TNT back on my TV. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I've been catching up. I've been watching AEW. I'm, I'm loving it, bro. The, the turn from, uh, MJF, um, with the inner circle fucking gold. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. So- that, that whole fucking Jericho and uh and uh what you call it was it was it MJ no it wasn't MJF 
Where they did that like what? musical or whatever, I was like, ah. yeah, it was, yeah, it was him and NJF. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. I was just like, nah, let's uh, let's move on from this. Don't bring that back yeah. up again. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. um, AEW is rocking it, bro. And like I said, I, the one of the biggest thing is the surprise factors. So you know, you've got mm-hmm. the factions. It it kind of reminds me of the of the attitude and and WCW era. You know where mm-hmm. we you. The story fucking carried from show to show. Now, AEW doesn't Uh have, you know, like, you know, Mondays and Thursdays or, you know, Mondays and Wednesdays or anything like that. Once they are able to get there, I think they're going to be able to write a story like that. The the biggest Uh thing that I miss with WWE is a story carried from Raw to um to smackdown to smackdown to mm-hmm. even uh uh saturday night main events you know what i mean oh, oh dude i remember that yeah it's you 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 had to watch to follow along with the story because if you skip mm-hmm. a day you're like what the fuck just happened mm-hmm. i don't know why they're not doing that writing anymore or why don't they get back to that but I mean, somebody needs to knock fucking Vince on the coconut and just be like, bro, <laughs> you know, if anything's in there, can you at least find this so that we can start doing this? Or, you know what? Get all those fucking writers, fire them, and just call up the fucking, the the Attitude Era ones. If they're mm. still alive, I know one of them still is, Freddie Prince Jr., and just mm-hmm. be like, get your fucking asses in here. Let's Let's give these guys character. Let's get some fucking real stories out there. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens, bro. We can, you know, there's a lot of wishing for us. <laughs> hopefully, man. Hopefully. We'll we'll see what happens this year, especially as, you know, hopefully fans start coming back and you know. Because that that's that's also a big that's also a big thing, man. But not having fans in the stands kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. I and that's one of the things that I can appreciate WWE is, you know, while we didn't have sports, bro, that was one of the biggest things that, you know, I really, mm-hmm. really watched. I was, you know, and I, yeah, like I said, I'm diehard WWE till I die. So, you know, I'll sync with the fucking shit, but you know, I still watch <laughs> other wrestling. Um, bro, I can't tell you how fucking, I almost got choked up, man. When I just fucking heard the, the fans, Mm-hmm. in the in the fucking crowd for wrestlemania and they were they were cheering and you know what i mean it just it was just like yeah. damn this is what we needed i'll be honest with you bro as long as everything's going great in this world i'm gonna do everything that i can to finally have one of my big wwe moments and i'm gonna try for wrestlemania at at&t stadium mm, okay down in uh dallas yes sir mm. I might, you know what? I might have to join you on that, brother. I might have to join you on that. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Let, I'll give it a shot. Let me know, man, because I'm gonna be watching. You know, for the tickets and everything, and mm-hmm. I, I'll hit you up. My boy Jonathan, bro. Um, he's actually. It, it's funny. I was talking to Jonathan about you. I was like, "Hey, bro." I was all, "There's another one out there of you," and he's all, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> so I got. I go. I got another boy that's from uh, from New York. Came came down to New Mexico, and he's like, "What the fuck? I got to meet this dude." Uh, <laughs> my boy Jonathan. He's 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 out from New York, bro, and he he mm. he moved down to New Mexico. So uh, he's a Yankees fan and Giants fan. So you know, we just. <laughs> 
<laughs> done. <laughs> done, man. That's it. You get along perfectly. But you know, he's a he's a he's a huge wrestling fan. You know, he gets into it. There's days, you know, he'll he'll still watch WWE even though it drives him fucking insane. But he's <laughs> he's one, bro, because he was down here for WrestleMania. And uh and I told him, I was like, bro, I was like, we gotta try for fucking we got we gotta try. And he's like, I'm in. I'm in. He's like, you know, we got to do this. We got to have that fucking, mm-hmm. you know, that that moment, you know, as mm-hmm. being a true fan. I've gone to live shows or live recordings, but I've mm-hmm. never been to a pay-per-view event. So, and yeah. I mean, why not fucking go to the, you know, the the biggest one of them all? Hopefully, you know, all these restrictions will be lifted and, you know, Dallas is known for sitting fucking 100,000 people. Well, mm-hmm. The odds are a lot better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of getting a ticket. That'll be that'll be insane, man. That'll be whew. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely down, man. You let me know about that. <laughs> Hell yeah. I will keep you I will keep you updated. Well, brother, we can we can go on and on and on about our love for wrestling. But you know what? I think we're gonna have to get you back on the podcast, bro, so we can talk some more uh some more wrestling. And I think what I'm gonna do is I'm either gonna bring in Jonathan to change it up a little bit, or I might bring in Sal and all three of us kind of have a you know a, a meeting of the of the wrestling minds, but um let's do it. Time gets away from you, bro, when you're have when you talk about what you love, and that's what's happening right yeah. here on the Funkaholics podcast. So Ariel, before we get out of here, brother, where can the listeners find you? Um, yeah, so uh, those wonder those underscore wonderful underscore toys on Instagram. Um, I just started TikTok as well. Uh, not very not very active on it, but you know I'm trying to get more into the trying to get more into the social media stuff. Uh, so. Uh, same name also on TikTok, uh, but mostly on Instagram. Uh, I don't do Facebook. <laughs> I'm with but, you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, that's that's it, man. I, you know, like I said, man, feedback is always welcomed. You know, that's how that's how you grow. That's how you learn. Um, that's how you keep moving. You know. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Ariel, I can't thank you enough, bro, for coming on to the podcast and giving us your time. You know what I mean? And just talking stories mm-hmm. with us, brother absolutely love it man thank you i I had a blast bro thank you so much i promise you we're gonna get that toy hunt locked down we're gonna get that youtube video out there and everything we're gonna collaborate that's Um, all dude definitely do i'm 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 always down for collaboration man so you let me know hell yeah hell yeah bro we're gonna make you a funkaholic sooner or later (laughs) (laughs) let's do it (laughs) (laughs) ladies and gentlemen that's all we got for you today i am your host nando t i've got ariel and those wonderful toys on instagram give him a follow i promise you you will love to see what this guy is putting out there it is fucking fire We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. We are on Facebook. Anywhere social media is, your Funkaholics are there for you. Podcast and chill with the Funkaholics. We are on every major podcast platform. That is it. But we will be back very soon. And we're bringing Ariel back. We're going to talk some wrestling and we're going to talk some other shit that's going down. 